0: Hi, my name is Joy Nan Rodea, Principal Interior Designer and owner of Spaces Design Studio and founder of, of course, Interior Design Academy, and you are listening to the Interior Design Experience Podcast. Have you ever thought about the story your home tells to the world? Our homes are an extension of ourselves, revealing our innermost thoughts and feelings to anyone who enters. They can reveal whether we are happy or sad, loved or lonely, content or anxious, confident or shy. For those of us with families, our homes also transport a message about our family dynamics. Is there harmony and love or distress and pain? Our homes are a reflection of the relationships we have with those closest to us. Our choices of art, furniture, and accessories all contribute to the story that our homes tell. We create our environment based on our particular state of mind at a specific time. The colors we choose, the art we display, and the furniture we all use say something about us. And as the seasons pass through our lives, We add more things to our homes and they become an accumulation of various emotional states over time. This creates a story that is unique to only us. Our homes become a physical representation of our lives, a history of the experiences we have had and the people we've been with. If that story is a happy one, then we are very fortunate. However, a happy story can get quite old. As we grow and change, our homes should reflect that growth and change. We should be constantly updating and evolving our spaces to tell the story of who we are in the present moment. So our homes are not just buildings that we live in. They are also reflections of our innermost selves. They tell a story of our lives and the people we share with them. By paying close attention to the story our homes tell, we can create spaces that truly reflect who we are and where we are in our journey. So unfortunately, we all go through different phases in our life, and we may feel unhappy, lost, or stuck. Sometimes these feelings are reflected in our homes, and we might not even realize it. Our homes should be a sanctuary where we feel safe and supported but if our living environment is not aligned with our current state of mind it can actually exacerbate our negative emotions. For example if you've outgrown the decor or furniture you've accumulated over years it can make you feel stuck in the past. But what if you could transform your living environment into a supportive and inspiring space that reflects who you are now and where you want to go in life? The good news is that you certainly can. You don't have to be stuck in an old, sad story or even an old good story that no longer serves you. You can choose to create a new story that aligns with your current intentions and aspirations. You have the power to design your living space in a way that supports your growth and transformation. So now by taking a closer look at your home and making intentional changes, you can create a space that not only looks beautiful, but also feels nurturing and uplifting. You could add elements that inspire creativity, serenity, and joy. So if you're feeling stuck uninspired and stressed in your living space, it might be time to take a closer look at the story it's telling. If you're ready to dream and live your new story, you don't have to do it alone. So let's work together and transform your home into a space that reflects your unique personality and supports your personal growth and transformation. So our homes are the biggest part of our immediate environment and the they play a vital role in shaping our experiences and emotions. We spend most of our time in our homes, and it is where we create memories with our loved ones. But a home is just more than a physical structure, it does have soul, it has a character and it has a personality that reflects our innermost thoughts and feelings. Explaining the concept of the soul without diving into too much metaphysical or religious chit-chat, it can be described as the part of us that is experienced through our heart and feelings. So it goes way beyond mundane thinking and relates to a higher mode of thinking, such as creativity, inspiration, and insight. Our soul is a different dimension of ourselves that is beyond logical reason and physicality of the world. It is part of us that relates to our our ability to feel love, joy, peace, beauty, compassion, and the overall fulfillment of life. So when we design a home that embraces and reflects the different dimensions of ourselves, we are creating a soulful home. A soulful home ensures a sense of safety, belonging, and nourishment, which are all essential for living a normal life. We all want and need these things to be able to function well in our day-to-day lives. Our homes do have a profound impact on our well-being, and we are more dependent on our environment than we realize. Now, not every home supports and nurtures, nour- nourishes us, In the same way, while we might appreciate beautiful things and value special architectural features and decor, we might not feel at home even in the most beautiful or expensive environments if they have no emotional connection to our heart and soul. It is unlikely that we'll experience a sense of safety, belonging, and nourishment from such environments. Hence, the Maslow Law, which highlights the importance of our basic physiological, and emotional needs met before we could strive toward self-actualization. So having said that, our homes are, are truly an extension of ourselves and have a soul that reflects our innermost thoughts and feelings. So by designing a soulful home that embraces and reflects our different dimensions, we can create an environment that supports and nourishes us, providing a sense of safety, belonging, and fulfillment. Discovering what resonates on a deeper level can be similar to peeling back the layers of an onion, diving progressively deeper to reach that essence of one's being. This process is not always apparent on the onset as it entails a journey of self-discovery. Creating a soulful home does not necessarily require significant financial investment, but rather it's about cultivating a connection with the chosen materials, colors, furniture, and decor such that emanate positive energy and promote a sense of well-being for the moment one crosses the threshold. To envision the ideal home, one must visualize a warm, inviting space that evokes feeling of freedom, joy, creativity, and love. This can be a change achieved by gaining a deeper understanding of the nature and purpose of each room such as they correspond to the various aspects of our lives. For instance, the bedroom may be associated with relationships and inner selves while the family room promotes harmony and togetherness. A kitchen can be thought of as the heart of the home while a bathroom can serve as a haven for relaxation and rejuvenation. By recognizing the correspondence between our spaces and our lives, we can create a home that is both natural and essential to our well-being. Although the process may seem intimidating, by taking the first step, we can begin to enter on a journey of discovery that leads to a truly soulful home. So interior design is not just about following the latest trends or trying to copy a look from a magazine. While those sources can be helpful for inspiration, they don't necessarily result in a truly soulful and satisfying home. So it's important to approach your home as a whole rather than as disjointed areas and to connect with it on a deeper level. Of course, certain rules and techniques are important for creating a strong foundation, but creating a truly soulful, holistic and neutral Nurturing home is about how much you connect with your home and how much it can reflect who you are and what you want to become. When you put love and intention into your home, it has the power to care for you, nurture you, and even protect you. This is similar to how a person thrives when they feel cared for and loved. Your home is an extension of yourself And when you intentionally create a space that reflects your innermost intentions and needs, it could have a profound and lasting impact on your life. But there might be sometimes blockages that prevent us from fully connecting with our homes. And these blockages are often related to our state of mind and can reveal underlying issues that we may not be aware of. For example, if your home has a very few decorations, even though you've lived there for quite some time, or if it's too full of knickknacks and tchotchkes and clutter, there may be a deeper emotional issue at play. It's possible that as a child you didn't experience enough warmth or affection or felt unloved. This can create a sense of emptiness and numbness that you try to fill by decorating your home in certain ways. By recognizing these blockages and working through them, you can create a more soulful and fulfilling home that truly nurtures and supports you. Another example of how your home decor can reveal underlying issues is related to clutter. While clutter can be simply due to a lack of time or organization, It also can reveal deeper issues such as avoidance, procrastination, clinginess, attention to deficit, inability to let go, and a fear of uncertainty. So if you find yourself struggling to declutter and simplify your life, it may be worth examining if these underlying issues are contributing to the clutter. If your home has remained unchanged for a long time, it may indicate that you have become stagnant, disengaged, and lost in touch with the flow of life. Piles of mail, magazines, and shoes in the entrance or kitchen may suggest a lack of organization and create additional tension and stress in the household. So to sum it up, our home decor choices can reveal deeper emotional and psychological issues. But being aware of these underlying issues and taking steps to address them, we can create a more soulful and nurturing home that reflects who we truly are and what we want to become. So living a simple life can seem like a daunting task, especially in today's society, where the focus is often on material possessions and accumulating more things. So for many of us, we have been brought up with the idea that the more we have, the more happier and more successful we will be. However, as we grow older, we start to realize that this is not always the case. And in fact, it can quite often be quite the opposite. So to start living a simple life, it would take some time and effort to learn how to slow down and simplify. It can be overwhelming to simplify your life, especially if you have a lot of possessions and quite the busy schedule. But it's important to remember that you don't have to do it all at once. You could start by doing one thing at a time, taking small steps toward a simpler life. In fact, doing little, but important things today can be a great way to start living that simple life. And as you begin to simplify, you may also begin to prioritize your physical and mental health. This could mean eating healthier, exercising more, or finding ways to reduce stress and improve your overall well-being. You may realize that these these things must be more important than any fleeting pleasure that comes from any material possession. Now, ultimately, simplifying your life can help you focus on what truly matters and live a more fulfilling and satisfying life. But letting go of unnecessary possessions and commitments, you can create more time and space for the things that bring you most joy and meaning. So with that, I wish you a soulfully intentional day and I will see you next time.